0: Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie! Welcome, welcome to another week of Ike's Flame. and It is the first week of August, and we're going to get rolling uh, with <clears throat> August. we got some exciting things coming up. So, first off, our theme for the month of August is going to be Andor. So, Cassian Andor and the uh, Cassian, the Andor show that is coming up in, here at the end of August, is that the, uh, I should have looked this up before, uh, doo, doo, doo. release date, Andor release date, okay, yeah, Andor release date is August 31st, so, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun, I'm super pumped about, and so this month we're going to talk about, andor related characters a lot of characters from rogue one a lot of characters from a rebellion era Uh, some characters we've even seen in the andor trailer and some of some of those sorts of things so that's that is going to be our conversation or what we're going to talk about here for the month of august which i am super excited about and I also got something really cool and exciting coming in September, so stay tuned for more information on that as well. I uh, just figured out some plans for some things coming in September here, but um, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be, September's going to be a fun month. I'm looking for that, looking forward to that. And I'll share more details once I have things, um, a little more drilled down for that. But yeah, so this month we're going to be talking indoor show material ideas characters that could be related characters we may even see in the show and those sorts of things. So, I'm super excited and uh so we're going to be doing deep dives all month on characters that uh we are going to the on, on characters that are going to probably be or at least are related to the andor show. And so, this week as we get started we're going to start off like we always do. And before we get there, as a reminder, if you guys aren't staying up to date, want to stay up to date, follow me on Ikes Flame on Instagram and stay up to date with everything going on with our podcast. And uh, I love to interact with you guys there as well. So, but, so yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about Cassian andor himself. Cassian Jerome Andor is his full name. Jerone is his middle name. I didn't actually know that. Uh, but I looked that up and I was like, ah, oh, that is new. New information to me. So so we're going to be talking about Cassian today. And a little bit of what I want to dive in with Cassian is, so like, I'm guessing if you guys are listening to this, most of you guys have seen Rogue One. And if you haven't seen Rogue One, there's going to be spoilers, so. Uh, enjoy at your own risk I guess but uh, we are but with Rogue One being as old as it is or as many years as released as it is I'm guessing you guys have uh, seen it and so and in my opinion I thought Rogue one was an extremely well done movie extremely good and with Cassian being a main character and that I just I wanted to dive into that a little more and dive into dive into Rogue one and the other thing I wanted to explore and the one thing I didn't know as much is what is Cassian's story outside of Rogue one uh, most of us will probably know the Rogue one story but outside of Rogue one what's Cassian's story so, Well, we're going to try to answer that question today, dive into some things, and go from there. Um, So, we're going to start off with what we normally do. So, Cassian's homeworld is Fest, and I believe I'm saying that right, and he was born 26 years before the Battle of Yavin, so he was actually born during the Clone Wars, so... Prior to, he would have been born prior to the, yeah. So he would, he was born prior to Order sixty six and the events of Episode three, and then he died, as we all know, on Scarif at uh, zero years before the Battle of Yavin, and then he is a human male, and um, yeah. So that's Cassian. That's kind of his basic background. And when he appears, so obviously we have Rogue One. We all know that much. Uh, the so he has. Let me see here. So Rebel Rising is a book more on Jin UrsO, but does um, talk about uh, Cassie and some. And then there's uh, there's also some. Oh, what am I thinking? Oh, there's some. Uh, uh, the comics that's what, whew, I cannot think of Lord comics so there's some comics as well and then and I don't know where this is at but apparently he is episode or mentioned in episode four new hope just mentioned he's not in it but he's mentioned and I have been racking my brain and I don't know where that's at so if you guys know where that is at let me know I'd love to know where that is at I I'm not thinking it, but my sources are saying, hey, he was actually mentioned in that, which I was like, neat, but I didn't realize that, and so let me know if you guys can, if you guys know where that's at, let me know, and so Cassian is a very interesting character, and I said, we're going to dive into some of these things, so I recommend reading Rebel Rising, and also especially some of the comics, and that is where we get Get a lot of these types of other stories about who Cassian is and that sort of thing, and so, um, so yeah, so as I mentioned, Cassian was born on the planet Fest, and um, during the Clone Wars, and he actually joined an insurrectionist cell backed by the Confederacy of Independent Systems. So he was actually working and. Fighting against the Galactic Republic, and he was in the Separatists. So he was actually a Separatist, and especially as a as a younger boy, and as he was uh, fighting along, and so I find this very interesting that he was actually not in the Republic. He was a Separatist, and he was fighting against the Galactic Republic prior to Order sixty six, and which in some ways makes sense because bear with me here, but so if you're on the separatist side and you don't know all the workings behind it, like we all do from everything in the prequels and all that stuff, you're just a guy living on a separatist world, fighting for the separatist, doing your thing, and all of a sudden the Galactic Republic turns into the Galactic Empire. That would make sense why Cassian wanted to join the rebellion. That would makes sense because he already sees the Galactic Republic as an enemy, and makes it therefore really easy to see the the Empire as an enemy as well. And so, I think it makes it would make a lot of sense. And we even see in uh, there's a quote from. A quote from, what am I looking at? Oh, yeah. So, a quote from Cassian that we hear in Rogue One to June is Suddenly, the rebellion is real for you. Some of us live it. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. You're not the only one who lost everything. Some of us just decided to do something about it. I think this is really interesting. And so, yeah, it's just interesting to know, interesting to like, really like, it makes sense why Cassian is joins the Rebellion and says, hey, I want to do something about this. Uh, these guys have always been the bad guys, to him at least. And so it'd be interesting to sit down and have a conversation with him after the fact and if Cassian could fill in all those details and things. But I do find that very intriguing that Cassian was a separatist uh, as a child. And so he... As he said, he's been in this fight since he was six years old, uh, and I believe somewhere we're actually told that his parents are killed, and so that's part of the reason he joins the rebellion and, and does what he does. And I'm guess I'm wondering if his parents were killed by the Empire, and so that, I just find that very interesting. And so uh, the, the other thing I and I was looking up here a little bit is. They call this the mission to Wakeiko And this is a mission uh, to go and get some intelligent, Imperial intelligence and that sort of thing. And the big reason I bring this mission up, and we the reason I think you guys will be interested in this, is we have K2SO in Rogue One, who is a reprogrammed Imperial droid who we see works with Cassian a lot. And so we get a little bit of backstory. So on this mission to Wakeiko, he actually takes, to help them escape, he takes K2SO, reprograms them, and helps them to help him and the rest of the crew escape. And with that, he actually brings K2SO back with him, and he becomes a uh vital aspect to the rebellion and helping them do what they do and working alongside cassian and all that and so it's so k2so it's not like a how did somebody say it? it's like oh we always think it's gonna be a great story how k2so and cassian met and all this but really it's a it's just that's cassian was really used k2so initially just to survive but then K- K2SO became a friend and I asked it to the Rebellion yeah. and as they reprogrammed him and figured it out and so that's how K2SO comes into picture and what that looks like and so I just find that interesting um, it's a different well, yeah it's just a little bit different but we that is how K2SO comes into play and how he fits into the story and that sort of thing and how all that happens. And so, that brings us really to Rogue One, I think. And so, in Rogue One, we see um, Cassian is on a mission to find Jin, to find her father, Galen, or so. And we actually did an episode on Jin or so, and we talked about Cassian a little bit back. I think it was in April, if I remember right. Let me look. Yeah, April. So... April twelfth, which is actually the second episode I ever released, so that is we did a episode on Jin, and so if you guys want to go get some more exact details on Rogue One and things like that, I can go back and listen to that. But that brings us to that, and Cassian's on this mission to kind of figure out what the Death Star is. They know there's some sort of uh, there's some sort of Super weapon the Empire has, and they're trying to figure out how to destroy it, what is going on, and all this. And so that's why he is looking for um, Jalen or, or Galen Erso or Jen Erso or Jalen, which I just combined their names. And so that's why we have this kind of a mission that he's on during this movie. We have the mission to Jeddah, that's where they meet here and Baze, and they Meet, um, oh, what is the, um, Bodhi Rook, who's the Imperial pilot, and all of that, and so they go through this, and they end up on I- Iadu, and Eadu I can never say this, Iadu, and they go to kill Galen, but they don't kill Galen, they, there's a rebel attack on Iadu, And all this. And so, and then they had the Battle of Scarif, which is kind of the, Battle of Scarif is the culmination of Cassian's life. Like, this is what he's been fighting for. And I think, I think that is like one kind of neat thing is with Cassian, like he's so, like he was groomed in this. This is all he's known his whole life. And I mean, you gotta think, so at the Battle of Scarif, Cassian is 26 years old. And that's when he dies and so cassian isn't very old and it is a like he's been giving his whole life to the rebellion to fight for freedom to fight for what's better and with that he is i mean he they ultimately they accomplish their goal but they're just not able to get out and so cassian ultimately pays the ultimate sacrifice of his life for the rebellion to help do uh, and set up the events of episode four and making that difference there. And so, excuse me. Um, but so it's just interesting. And I think that's one thing it's like, I, I'm really intrigued to talk, dive into eventually this new, um, what we're going to learn more about uh, Cassian and, uh, Kinda Cassian's legacy is this selflessness to do what is right, and um, I think one thing I'm gonna mention here before we take a break. In the second half, we're gonna talk a lot about what is to come, what what Cassian is. I got a few quotes I want to read for you um, about the upcoming Andor show and some things like that. But we, but to end here. Um, it, we, uh, after the Battle of Yavin, um, and as the Galactic Civil War war on Luke Skywalker, um, which destroyed the named a new starfighter group, Rogue Squadron, in honor of Andor's team. And so I think in... In... We see the we see Rogue Squadron in Battle of Hoth. I believe, leave off the top of my head, and so, but that is actually named after Rogue One, who which is the team that went and infiltrated Scarif, got the Death Star plans and all this. So Luke actually, which kind of neat to see Luke, actually honors Cassian and his team and Jin and all them, who none of them made it off Scarif because um, Scarif was Destroyed by the Death Star, but it's this this uh, legacy that is carried on through Aunt, through Cassian. I just find that really cool, and that that was honored, um, and because Cassian did give his life for that, and so it's just interesting to uh, talk about that. And so we'll be right back. We're gonna talk. We're gonna dive in a little bit more, more as we get closer to and or an actual show we'll talk about some things like that and we'll move towards that so we'll be right back with you Alrighty, we are back and we are going to cover kind of what I don't know what we should expect, but just kind of get us hyped and ready for the Cassian show. And um, I think we are going to, later this month, we're going to talk about Mon Mothma and uh, some others. But General Draven, who was having a conversation with Mon Mothma about Cassian, and this is what he says. He says, Andor... Uh, is one of the most capable agents within the rebel intelligence. So, I mean, that's pretty, some pretty high praise. That Cassian Andor is one of the best agents for the Re- for rebels it, that they have. Like Cassian is the best of the best, and so it's kind of cool to see that. It makes me excited to see what all we're actually going to see in what all we're actually going to see in the. Uh, in the Andor show. And so it's just fun to see that. And so, with that, um, a couple of things I want to share with you guys is, um, and speaking of more, so Diego Luna is uh, the actor who plays Cassie in Interrog One, who is also reprising the role for Andor. And uh, when filming and everything started, was that back in 2020? yeah, December 2020, the filming for Andor show started and all that, but I want, I think that's a pretty cool story, so, um, so Luna is a, um, is Mexican, and he spoke with his natural Mexican ask, accent while playing Andor, um, and, uh, this little story that says after Rogue One's release, Luna shared a story from a fan who took her Mexican father to see the film because of his accent, which he said made him emotional. Which I just think that's cool. Is like, and I always find that cool. It's like, especially in film, like when we see somebody like that in, um, in our like somebody that is similar lifestyle, similar uh dissent. I'm not I mean I don't have the best voice to speak on this to be honest, but I think it can be very cool to see that representation. Um this is just a fun little story about that. I, I just wanted to highlight that and it's not exactly related to Cassian himself, but I think it's a cool uh thing to mention and things so and like I said, I am a um I'm a white male, so I don't necessarily have the best voice on this but I do think it's cool to hear a story like that and knowing that that is meaningful to others of other ethnicities and races to be able to see somebody like themselves and somebody who talks like them in a show and so uh, I I just thought it was a fun cool thing to share Um, so back after Rogue One was released um, that happened and so I just thought that was pretty cool, and so um, the other thing I was wanting to talk to you guys about a little bit was, I think it was this quote from Luna. So Diego Luna, yeah, Diego Luna, who's the actor, and they they were doing a um, interview with him, and he this is what Luna says about the upcoming Andor show. So Luna said this. You're not going to you're not going to recognize Cassian andor in the beginning. I cannot wait for you to meet him when discussing his character's journey. So I think that is I found that quote very fascinating and it makes me very what I Very excited and curious like we're not going to recognize Cassian the beginning of the show is not going to be the casting we know in Rogue One. Um, two, one, one that makes me really excited that uh, they have done some really, really good character development with this and with this story. And so I think that's going to be, I'm excited to hear that. But I also wonder, like, I mean, I would assume we're going to get more into Cassian's backstory. So like, I honestly wonder if we'll get some flashbacks. From get some flashbacks from like, I'm it, like the prior to Order 66, so like when Cassian's a kid and that sort of thing. So, honestly, what this made me think of a little bit is so in The Mandalorian, when we get flashbacks to um, Mandalorian as a kid and he is being hidden in a bunker from. To battle droids and all this is like like I wonder if we're gonna get some flashbacks like that, but maybe even flipped where he's getting attacked by stormtroopers or Jedi or uh something of that nature and that shapes who Cassian is. And so I'm really excited to see like what that looks like. So the other reason I'm excited about this, and I'm a huge Clone Wars fan, and if you guys are any of you guys are out there Clone Wars fans, I'm very intrigued because knowing Cassian was born separatist and all this and fought for the separatists from when he was young and all this, I'm very intrigued to see how they twist the story, or I don't know, twist the right word, how they lay out this story to see a different point of view of like the separatists are good and the Jedi, the... Republic is bad, the clones are bad, and all this. And, like, I, if we get some of those flashbacks, which I really hope we do, or I don't even know if it could start in that, like, I think that could be really cool. And I think the other thing I'm excited about as well is, like, so it sounds like we're going to have some really good character development uh, for, according to Luna, and which is going to be great. Um, but I also wonder, like, I do wonder, so we get to see, we talked about where K2SO comes in, and I don't know if we'll get this. I I mean, I wonder if we'll get that live action of, like, how K2SO and Cassian meet. I don't know. But how K2SO comes into this. And then I think the other thing is, and we get some of this in Rebels, we get some of this in some other places. But we stuck to, like, Cassian, to to me, is, like, one of the original Rebels. So we're going to get him as... Like helping to start the rebellion, and the one thing I was wanting to mention with this is, so Cassian actually—I didn't realize this. So my understanding, so in row or not in row one in the in Rebels TV show. So if you guys are familiar with that, you guys are gonna know the code name Fulcrum, and so with that, uh, Cassian actually goes by Fulcrum for a little while, and so. We get Cassian as Fulcrum. Uh, So I guess he becomes the Fulcrum agent. Um, So I'm wondering if that's also where we're going to see some of this. So uh, the other two that I know for sure. There's probably some others out there. I don't know if they're it. I don't know them off the top of my head. But the two that I know for sure is uh, is Ahsoka Tano goes by Fulcrum for a while. And then also um, Saul Guerrero is by Fulcrum. And so we have these other two other ones. So I also, I am very curious and wondering if Cassian is going to go by Fulcrum for most of the show. And that's like the Cassian we're going to see is this Fulcrum Cassian who's being sent on these secret missions and helping to start the rebellion helping to start this uprising against the empire. And I just think that'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm very intrigued by that. So also with this code name, Fulcrum, as we've been talking about here with Saul and, uh, Saul Guerrero and Ahsoka Tano and all of this, I am curious. I do know, uh, uh, Saul Guerrero is supposed to, I believe is casted for, uh, Whitaker is casted for Guerrero and Andor, so I'm guessing we will see Sol Guerrera, uh which will be interesting. And the other thing, I don't think Rosario Dawson is casted for Andor, but I would be interested to see if we see some type of cameo for Sokotano in Andor, or if that's a possibility. It'd be a very, I'd be very intrigued to see if that actually would happen. Um, I think it's a possibility. I don't think it will for sure happen but I think it is a possibility as uh, we dive into this era of things and then um, so yeah I that's kind of like I think it'd be really cool to see one of those two or even I think the other thing would be interesting as well because we don't have a whole lot of background to like this fulcrum code name and all this is if Cassian's story helps us dive in to understand more about what this fulcrum fulcrum code name is and what that looks like as well and so i just that'd be a lot of fun as well to see that and so i don't yeah like i said i don't know what that would look like i don't know where we pull from that and that sort of thing um and i think the other thing and i think the last thing i want to hit on is this cassian's personality i think a quote that helps to sum that up a lot, and a quote I've heard recently a lot, because it is a quote from the trailer that is out, and I just, I want to read this for you guys as a I think this helps to understand who Cassian is as a character, and like, what that is, like, how that plays into that and all this stuff. Okay, so where is that at? Um, Okay, here we go. So, this is a quote I want to kind of... Digest. Let you guys process it a little bit. And you guys have probably heard this if you guys have seen the trailer or anything of that nature. But I'm pretty sure this is in reference to the Empire and all that. And it says, they're so proud of themselves, so fat and satisfied. And I think this is like... I don't know. I just think that is like an essence of who Cassian is. Cassian is wanting and desires to see freedom for everyone and not just a sharing group of people. And I think Cassian, that's what Cassian sees as a person in the rebellion, as somebody fighting against the empire, that there's these people who are, they're just proud of themselves. They're so fed up. They're, they're so full of themselves that it is like sickening to see, um, and it's so i mean he mentions like so fat and satisfied and i think that is how uh, like that's who cassian is he's a selfless person and he wants to do the best he can for those to for those around him toward the uh, everything as a whole for the galaxy as a whole and all this and i just think that really sums up who cassian is and i think also probably one of my other favorite quotes from cassian is in Rogue one when he says make 10 men feel like 100 and he, this idea is like cassian's also pretty fearless like i mean some of the stuff he's done and i'm guessing we're gonna see more of this in the andor show is like pretty crazy because you gotta remind yourself like captain's an average guy he's not a jedi he's not any type of force user he's just the average joe fighting for the betterment of the galaxy and i think that is pretty cool and i think that's the other thing i said about is we're gonna see a non-force user just do what he does and fight it in the rebellion and show hey like this isn't just jedi this isn't just a battle between jedi and sith it's a battle against good and evil it's a battle against the oppressed and oppress oppressing. and i think that is important to realize and this idea that cassian is fighting for the betterment of all people and he's giving up his own life and as we talked about earlier like he paid the ultimate sacrifice on scarif to helped defeat the first Death Star, and he was not, he was not against that, and so, yeah, I'll, I'm very excited to see what this Andor show is about, and we're going to get into our last segment here, and I mentioned, uh, like, I'd be, I'd do, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Saul Guerrero and Andor, and I'm also hoping, fingers crossed, that we may see Ahsoka a Tano, um, In there, probably not. But it'd be kind of cool. If there's any chance for Ahsoka Tano, I'm going to hope for it. I love Ahsoka Tano. And so... But... uh, That'd be pretty cool. But if we don't, that's alright. But also, this last part is like, where else could we see Cassian? And I don't know what... I... I really hope they give... I mean, obviously we're going to see him in the Andor show. I... I mean, I don't know how much of this is co- they're covering, so I don't know if there could be a season two of Andor. Um, I don't. I was not like also I was like could we see some like Clone Wars. I mean, even if it was a book, like some Clone Wars material on young Cassian and what that looks like, uh, and like just who ca- how Cassian grew up, what happened to his parents exactly, um, how, what was the Order 66 timeline like for Cassian. Um, I mean, what did Cassian even think of Count Dooku? That would be pretty neat, I think, uh, to dive in some of those types of things. And so, I don't know what that would look like. I don't know how that would all come together, but I think that would be pretty cool to see. And I mean, even if they do a season two of Kenobi, if they brought, somehow brought Andor and Cass- Andor and Kenobi to shows, and they intertwined anyway, um, Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a good chance. I mean, we already saw Barrel Organa in Kenobi that we could potentially see Barrel Organa in and Andor. Um, I, I don't know what, I don't know if they cast him uh, or not, off the top of my head. Um, but I think that would just be interesting to see if that was the case and what happened with that as well. And so. Anyways, I think it would be I, I'm excited. I'm super excited to see more of Andor, more who Cassian is. Dive into his backstory, um, and we may eventually have to do another episode on and on Cassian, as after we see um, this, uh, uh, after we see this the Andor show, and so we got. Like I said we got. What do we got here? We got. So we they, So this. So, as a reminder, to get you guys hyped, um, we got August 31st debut for the Andor show with 12, two episodes, and then it'll stream weekly until November 9th. So, we'll get, we're going to get 12 episodes of Andor and dive in into that, which will be a lot of fun. I mean, that's double what... We, I don't know how long these episodes will be, but that is double what... Um, what we got for Kenobi. So I was super pumped about that. And the other awesome thing, we got a lot of Star Wars coming this fall. So we got season two of Bad Batch, which is going to release and start coming out on Disney plus on September 28th, which Andor will still be coming out as well. So we're going to have a lot of that coming out. And then I know we also got Tales of the Jedi. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's exact release date besides the end of 2022 here. Sometime, So that's that's also exciting, and then we also got Phase Two, which we'll talk about some eventually. Phase Two of the High Republic. So there's a lot of things to be excited for in Star Wars here in the next six months. So stay tuned. We'll talk about that. And um, I've enjoyed this conversation with you guys about Cassian, and I'm excited to dive in more to what that'll look like as well. And so what? uh, So we're going to talk about more Cassian or more Andor type. Um, characters coming up that could be related to the Andor show and things going on there. And so we will be back with you next week for that and another episode of Ice Flame. As we always like to sit here on Ice Flame, light to fire. Have a great week, guys.